Hi, I'm Kim Rickards, professional superglue and co-founder of Manifest. Manifest is a resource platform with a vision to empower professionals of color to make connections and build intentional communities to manifest careers, dreams, and goals. In this podcast, we will nurture, inspire, connect, and elevate our listeners through relevant stories and conversations. Now let's Manifest. Hey everyone, thanks for pressing play. You're now listening to the smooth sounds of Kim Rickards, the professional superglue. <laughs> Let me stop. On a serious note, today I want to spend time connecting the dots on why creating work-life boundaries is more essential than work-life balance. I'll share a few actionable remote work tips that you can implement and a few sample work-life boundaries to jumpstart you creating yours. Let's get into how this all came to be. Well, recently I attended a team meeting where it was mentioned that the team should continue managing our work-life balance. What? I sat there puzzled and I was thinking, what is work-life balance supposed to be during a pandemic? What does that really look like? I don't know about you, but I can barely tell the difference between a work day and a weekend. So is work-life balance supposed to mean eight hours for sleep, work, and personal time? Mm, I don't know. This balance concept to me was a bit unrealistic and it started to stress me out, to be honest. To me, the idea of balance alludes to the fact that we have control over our environment, that our work and our life demands come in these predictable patterns that we can't shift. In real life, we know that work has been changing a lot. How we do work is changing. Deadlines are changing. Families are having crisis. That's changing. Family dynamics are changing. Friends are having meltdowns. The pets need attention. The list goes on and on and on. So for me, coming out of that meeting, I began thinking about the need to shift from work-life balance to work-life boundaries. According to Google, the word boundary is a noun, and it means a line that marks the limits of an area, a dividing line. All right, Google, I like it. I'm going to rock with this. During current times, the need for boundaries is very important. The world is shifting to being more virtual, and the work office has now shifted to your home. Can you say personal space? (laughs) A new boundary definitely needs to be drawn. Here are a few work remote tips that I've been using, and I suggest you using them or sharing them with someone that may need them. The first one is work in a space where you not only have natural light, but where you don't mind people being all up in. For example, if you have a nice cozy couch, it's beautiful, lots of artwork in the space, and you decide you want to work from your living room. If you don't position your camera to not show the pile of laundry that's on the floor next to that beautiful couch, you will be judged. You may also be recorded. And you know what else may happen? You might become a meme or even a GIF. So my advice is if you take a lot of meetings on Zoom, consider applying a virtual background and thank me later. (laughs) Another thing I suggest is turning the camera off. Sometimes you don't have to be seen in order to be seen. Simply having your name show up lets everyone know that you are there. Another tip is when in doubt, over-communicate. Let people know that you are in fact working and that you're not just catching up on Netflix, Amazon Prime, or Hulu shows. Tell the team through the day. Like if you have a Teams thread or if you have a Google Hangouts thread, if you're on WhatsApp for your, your team or whatever the platform may be, send a note. Let them know, hey, project finished or... I'm working on this, or this is really hard, whatever it is, just let the team know you're working. 
My other piece of advice or my tip, I should say, would be to lean on your community in and outside of work. Sometimes you just need to vent. Sometimes you need to just let people know today is a hard day. I don't know if I'm hanging in there or not. You know, just let people that care about you know what's really going on. The other tip I would say is have the appropriate setup for your work. If you need a laptop desk, get it. If you need the mouse pad for your wrists, get that too. Privacy screen, Amazon Prime, whatever you may need, get it so that your workstation is set up for you to maximize your work and be comfortable while doing it. Because guess what? Your hours may be longer. So that leads me to create a flexible work schedule. If you don't have one currently, you may want to do this immediately. (laughs) The reason is because no one is really expecting you to be on 24 hours a day. In fact, people may be expecting you to work less, but you need to have a flexible work schedule that allows you to meet the demands of whatever the team has. The other thing I would say is log off. Log off. And I'm going to say it again. Log off. It is important to establish working hours. Do not feel bad if you log off at 5 p.m. This is the time to reestablish work boundaries. Speaking of work boundaries, let's talk about self-care. You should be doing this not just at the end of the workday, but during the workday as well. So if you have a lunch break, take it. If you need a break to walk, take that too. If you need a mental break to just check social media and do nothing, take that too. I think that it's important to, again, reestablish these boundaries and set these tips because, or share these tips because we do want people not only to feel that they are at their most productive level, but at their, at their most, I would say, healthy level. They want to be in positions where they actually make it out of the pandemic sane, right? And that takes me into sample healthy boundaries. The first one is do not feel obligated to respond to any message in five minutes unless it's truly pressing. So, you know, everyone's work situation is different. So if you need to get back to someone because they need your response, then give it to them. If not, just let it wait. The other tip I would say is do block the time for the virtual visit do the meditation, go take that online course to further your learning. Whatever you need to do, block the time to do it because this is, again, all about you creating this space for your self-care. My other boundary is do not apologize for taking breaks. That's self-explanatory. I won't even expound on it. Just don't, don't apologize. The next thing would be do feel comfortable saying how you feel. So if you're feeling overwhelmed, let people know. If you're feeling underwhelmed, let people know. Whatever you may be feeling, I think this is the time to say it. And again, don't apologize for saying how you feel. Moving to the next one. Do not take 10 p.m. meetings if it's too late for you. If 10 p.m. is outside of your new flexible work schedule, Don't feel obligated to take it unless, again, it's truly important and it's some sort of crisis and you need to put the fire out. Outside of that, go to sleep, (laughs) which leads me to block out working hours and train your team to respect the block. 
if a calendar block exists, it's there for a reason. And I think this one is really important because some people have been scheduling over their block. You know, they're taking meetings during that time. And honestly, the block is there for you to actually get work done. So try to get people to respect that. I would also say do not overwork yourself. This is a huge boundary that right now needs to be implemented. If you have the ability to help, fine, raise your hand, help the team out. But if you don't, do not overwork yourself. This is not the time for you to feel that you should be doing more just to appear busier or so that people are knowing that you're creating value for the team. That's not really the way to go because then you're gonna suffer from burnout and it's just not good. You know, no one's benefiting from that. So hopefully these sample boundaries give you an idea of how to create your own. And guess what? If you're blessed and you work for a company that has already shifted to prioritizing work-life boundaries, amen and hallelujah. You know what? Are they hiring? I mean, (laughs) I'm kidding, but not really. We want to be able to celebrate companies that are doing this because it is commendable, but also share the companies that are doing this so that listeners, they know where to send their resumes to. I'm just saying. In Europe, they have a culture that promotes work-life boundaries. And when I read that, I started rethinking my location. Like, do I really want to stay here past pandemic? I'm just saying. Some of us are probably feeling this way, right? In Germany, they recently passed a law that reduced their work hours from 35 to 28. And I think they did this because they really wanted people to peacefully tend to their home life or other family circumstances without feeling the need to lock back in or head to the office or what have you. France, if you don't know, is famous for passing the right to disconnect law, where businesses of over 50 employees must negotiate the hours worked, or sorry, negotiate the hours during which an email can be sent after work. I actually like that because we all get those emails that are like 12 a.m., 2 a.m., and you're looking at it like, just because you're up, am I supposed to respond? It just makes it awkward, right? So I like that France did something from the the legal side of it to say, hey, guess what? (laughs) Don't do that. Um, One of the biggest things that I'm realizing during this pandemic is not only does America have many, many problems. This is not the time for that, but I'm just saying there's a lot of problems that exist, right? But one of the biggest problems I saw was this workaholic culture because the business of America is business. Many people are stressed. They're trying to maintain business as usual, but I don't know if that applies anymore. I feel now is the time to reassess a lot, starting with creating those boundaries, you know, Maybe even reassess where you're working, you know, the location, the employer, your career choice, all these things are important to do right now. And I know it's deep, but it may prove to be very rewarding. During the month of May, there is a huge focus on mental health and wellness all around. And my hope is that we focus on our overall wellness, not just in the 31 days or during the 31 days of May, but beyond that. Let's really take the time to set these work-life boundaries to create a new style, make it clear to employers and ourselves that we are just as important as business and company goals. So essentially, I'm hoping you walk away from 
this episode, while it's short and sweet, empowered to create effective work-life boundaries. And if you're anything like me, you need more time to process and just figure it all out, you know, and I totally get that. So I'm here to help you during this transitional time. You can feel free to email me at the address in the episode notes, and let's do this together. Creating work-life boundaries, I think we'll learn that we not only are more respected, but we're stronger and we're healthier. So thanks for attending my TED Talk. I'm kidding. Thanks for listening and definitely let me know how it's going and let's continue to build, grow, and inspire each other. Thanks for listening to the Manifest Podcast. Before you go, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. Share this with your family, share this with your friends, share this with your colleagues. Just share this with your entire community. And until next time, let's manifest.